0: You have until the count of five. I happen to love the number five. It's a beautiful number, a glorious number.
1: You got to the count of five. Three, two, one, go. Podcast, podcast, podcast. We're- not like that. is, <laughs> we're back. This is how we're bringing it in. This is the third episode of our Survivor Series series. You thought I was going to say third episode of all time, did. didn't you? And you were like, like, what's he uh, talking about? We're going to have to do this again. 10 at this point. Yeah, exactly. Is this our 10th anniversary weekly? 10th
0: anniversary.
1: Nice. Well, I remember celebrating a 10 week anniversary with a girl when I was 13 years old in school. So I think this is equally as
0: important, if not more. You probably got further on this podcast than you did with her
1: oh definitely i've um yeah i'm not gonna finish that sentence this is jesse benz um uh, this is the got till five wrestling podcast this is my co-host max yeah, Hello, it is. everybody. there he is everybody um lots of listeners and likes and shares and more people and that in it we don't understand it twitter as like Blown up for us. Loads of people liked us yesterday. Max thinks it's because he posted a picture of Bailey and Sasha Banks. I disagree. I think it's because word is spreading. 113. Lovely
0: 113. stuff. Lots yeah, to get Yeah, thanks to for everyone that tuned in and listened to last week's episode. Everyone's still listening to Top 5 No Mercy. I, I don't think they know we have ever episodes. Is that still
1: the most popular one?
0: Still the most popular one. It's ridiculous. It's rubbish. It's not even a very good one. Choose the la- best
1: one. No. Top 5 Survivor Series Moments is my favourite so far. I'll go back and listen to that one.
0: But listen to this one first, then go back. And yeah, don't to that don't
1: one. stop it and go back and listen now. Finish this one first. Um, <laughs> lots to get to this week. Um, oh, um, before we get to stuff, should we announce our um, what's happening next week? The special. We should. Special we guest. should. Um,
0: we had someone reach out to us on Twitter, a wrestler in the United States who goes by the name of Benji Banks. He wanted to come on the show, and we were like, "Oh yeah, come on the show. So we'll be having our first official guest next week, who will be uh, coming on and joining us for a chat, and I'm quite excited. And with a little Got to a Five tie-in...
1: This is he's... serendipitous and beautiful.
0: This is meant to be. He is teaming with our Forfeit icon. Is that what we... Forfeit mascot? He is... Yeah, that's... I'm happy he's with that. He's teaming with our Forfeit mascot, Mr. Ass, Billy Gunn. So we have... <laughs> so many mr ass questions we have so many ass questions for next week but
1: he's an excellent wrestler in his own right away from mr ass and um we shall be talking to him about his career as well he's also a dragon ball z fan i hear so we will ask him our age-old question when they go super saiyan do their pubes also go gold which i think is an important question for him I really don't want to miss out on next week. You don't Ooh. want to miss out on next week. So, yeah, that's going to be awesome. He's a great wrestler. He's been on the scene for a while and it's exciting for all of us. Um what news have we got this week, Max, before we delve into our top 5 NXT matches to finish our Survivor Ooh,
0: Series series? Good link. Good link. Well done. Thanks. I'm getting um, good at this, right? You are. Yes. We're practicing. Yes. There.
1: Look at um, me, my mate.
0: <laughs> there's not a lot of news. I think the biggest news and the thing that's weirdly dominating is james ellsworth's release from the wwe and
1: everyone's so positive about it everyone's like fair play to the dude he like had an amazing year he lived the dream it's awesome and yeah, i true. agree yeah it's it's good um someone pointed out and i think they're right that a braun Strowman, james ellsworth might be the most successful jobber match of all time as far as yeah. both of their careers just skyrocketed
0: after that match it's true, actually. Yeah, it did kind of put Braun on the map as well, which is weird, because that was the start of everyone going, oh, yeah, he destroys people. Yeah, absolutely. It was brilliant. It was just a success, good piece of business all around. Yeah, but the amount of people like um, posting stuff, I just saw a post with Nakamura, um, those two with their surfboards, and oh. him in his broken written English just being like, the oceans will always keep us together, and oh. something like that. And I was like, that's beautiful. Chris Jericho wrote a page in him about him in his book. Yeah, a whole page whole page we don't have a page in his book yet yet well I um I was very close to him
1: his band played uh, my local pub a couple of months ago so I um I didn't quite touch him but I got close enough to Um, I didn't have the podcast out then so we didn't have no we could have done a live podcast at the fozzy show that would have been wicked um you went there show him how it's done yeah um yeah oh yeah because he's a yeah he's a podcaster and he apparently I've I've heard it does quite well um Yeah, that's all good. Um, yeah, James Ellsworth, by all accounts, based on what people have been posting today and stuff, like other wrestlers and stuff, seems like an awesome dude that everyone loved. And um, he'll be missed, I think. I He ne- he didn't get stale for me at any point. I always found him no. funny. I always enjoyed him all year.
0: I would have quite happily kept him around for, for a very long time and had quite a big blow-off match by the end of it. It would have been amazing. So, But apparently loads of people are trying to book him. Um, I'm going to talk to one of the guys I wrestle with, and I'm like, please book James Ellsworth. I need. I need this to happen.
1: February. I saw him tweet. Ellsworth said he's free for bookings as of February. So everyone, put something in your calendar for booking Ellsworth. Get a trip to EQ all around the world. Yeah, I'm sure he will. I'm sure. Sh- I'm sure he's set, man. I'm, well, I'm sure he's made enough money in the last year to be set anyway. But um, with these bookings on top,
0: I think he'll be absolutely fine. He's the man. Yeah, definitely. Um, on the raw side, of things I. Because Survivor Series is obviously the Sunday, Raw versus SmackDown, and for the past couple of weeks, if you've been listening, you've just heard me kind of shitting on the fact of, like, champion versus champion and how I hate it. I'm so excited for Sunday, (laughs) I can't even talk right now. AJ Styles, Brock
1: Lesnar is, I think I said this last week, is my dream fantasy match, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm pumped for that. It better be good. I don't want any schmozzies or anything like that. I want a
0: good, solid match. I want Brock to be in the mood. Yeah, Definitely. I'm excited for Russo's. I'm now excited for Charlotte versus Alexa. Thank goodness they took the title off Natty. I think Charlotte and Alexa just just works. Yeah, like, I love Natty, but you know Charlotte versus Alexa a lot more.
1: Yeah, I, th- I
0: think That's so. Great. Yeah, and yeah, SmackDown, the go home show for SmackDown with Raw finally invading and then just beating up Shane for 15 minutes <laughs> was great. Really great.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's they, been a, it's been a
0: really good build because like. A couple of years ago, Survivor Series was the weakest of the top four pay per views. It was like, yeah, whatever. But last year and this year, especially this year, it's become yeah, I want to watch that. Yeah, absolutely. And um, poor Jason Jordan taken out of the uh, the top five on Raw, and now is uh, Triple H has replaced him. Oh, well, I'd
1: rather <laughs> <laughs> I'd, r- I'd rather see Triple H than Jason Jordan if I'm honest with myself um jason i don't i I like jason jordan he's fine but he doesn't deserve the position he's got he has the fans aren't into him like you don't see loads of crazy fans chanting for jason jordan
0: well, this is what Booker T just said. Um, quote from Booker saying, "I'm not a big fan of Jackson Jordan," which you can tell from his commentary. Yeah, opportunity in this business is few and far between. He's not proved himself to be a top guy. I don't see one sign in the crowd for Jackson Jordan. Yeah. If you ain't got that, that tells me you either aren't that hot or people just don't care.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I'm with Booker. Me and Booker. I'm crossing my fingers right now. We're like that. <laughs> tight. Yeah, tight. It's, yeah, um, I completely agree with Booker T. He, he hasn't, um, yeah, there's no, um, uh, yeah, he said it better than I ever could. I can't talk
0: to him. Yep, that. we'll move on. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe he'll come out and cost Team Raw. There's so many people that because like Shane, no, not Shane, Owens and Zane are obviously going to do something to get involved on Sunday.
1: They'll cost SmackDown the match, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. SmackDown won last year, so Raw wins this year. Yeah. But but we'll get to that later. Later, because obviously, as you know, before pay-per-view, we do our prediction series. Yeah. And guess uh, match results plus Moutzer uh, ratings as well. Are we, doing the same- doing for- are we doing the same for TakeOver? I was about to ask, are we doing the same for TakeOver?
1: Do you want to? <sighs> Can, Can do. And then combine the whole thing, TakeOver and Survivor Series, and whoever wins Ooh. accumulatively with all of that. That That's intense. Are you up for that? I'm up for that's that. A lot of, that's a lot of point counting, boy. I'm, I am I can
0: do it. I've got two hands. You ready Any for man, with, Any two man hands. with two hands.
1: Yes. Rest in peace, Joe Zalesworth. He's not dead. We've talked about this. Anytime they leave, leave WE. Yeah, they're dead. They're dead to us. Dead. Yeah, punk. RIP, brother. Uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah, so that's good. Um, Rumours have been flying around. There's been reports that there's been positive outreach to Neville. And... Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been talking, and might come to an agreement soon for Neville to come back to work. And I really hope that happens because I love Neville. He's a he's exactly. our he's our countryman, and um, yeah, I want him back on WWE television. Oh, I want him back on wrestling television. I don't care where he is, but um, if WWE the him. yeah, if WWE's the only option, then come back to WWE. If not, well, just please go to um, come wrestler
0: progress, please. I want that. <laughs> well, this links around perfectly because. Um, we're doing our top five on top five NXT TakeOver matches. And if you saw on Twitter, I posted that I pretty much, because I was off work sick yesterday, so I just sat and watched... Um, you're such a meek, every- weak man, aren't you? Meek man. Meek, meek man. So I sat and watched a whole bunch of TakeOver. And so a, a guy tweeted me saying, like, um, don't depress me for all the talent that WWE is wasting. And I was like, well, it's a bit unfair, but I see where you're coming from. Nah, it's not and- unfair. I agree with that man. And yeah, as I was watching, I did start to agree, because the amount of Neville watches I matched watch yesterday. <laughs> the amount of Neville watches I matched. <laughs> the amount of Neville matches I watched yesterday. Yeah. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. Um, and, um, you know, uh, even to a even bigger degree, people like Tyler Breeze, who put yes. on some stunning matches in his NXT days, just being completely wasted right now.
0: Yeah, completely. And me and Jesse have been discussing this today. I've had a really hard time picking these matches because I've got about fifteen in front of me right now that I want to talk about and I want to get into, but I can't because we're a top five. So I've picked top five um, that I like, but I will quickly go over the the others because it's just it's just ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I agree. I I just had to go with my gut.
0: I'd say same... with your gut, you're a smart man with this one. I know. Well, same with last
1: week. Like you, you sort of. Um, I could feel you looking at me funny through the microphone um, when I chose Shane and Kane last week, right? But I I can't... I I was going with my gut. It brought out a reaction in me when I watched it, and so that's why I've picked these ones as well, for that reason.
0: Yeah, well, um, someone else on Twitter said about, I hope you've included this match, and I haven't personally, so I'll be interested to see if you have. Um, And and I agree with him. It's a stellar match, but it's a case of... Yes. These these are kind of our top fives. We're not saying these are the definitive top five NXT matches. These are ones that we personally enjoyed. They are They're our favorites. Yeah. yeah. In reality, we've pretty much got the same taste as everyone else when it comes to the NXT because we're all a bit smarky and agree on the same kind of stuff when it comes to NXT. Yeah, I um, think so. I mean, but yeah, yeah. Be, so, do you think we're going to, because last week we went what four for four on,
1: on crossovers uh, four for five yeah we um oh, we got yeah we got four uh, it was all the way down to um was your number one the elimination chamber uh it was my number two but you took my number one You're, yes that's right yeah and um, and you took my number one with um, Brett versus Sean in 92 which exactly. I was very angry about good. Yeah, you like it when I'm angry, don't you? You feed off it. it. You feed <clears> off <throat> it. I like it when you're real. I feed off that. Are you okay, feeling yeah. better, by the way? What were you real with yesterday?
0: I've just, I've been having a really bad like sore throat and headache the past couple of days. So I've uh, Darwinism, I've been... mate. What? No, Darwinism. No,
1: not. nurse it is. Not even close. No, there, um, they're weaning you out, weaning out the week. <laughs>
0: I don't think that's how that works. That's how illness works, mate. Okay, okay, uh, but I'm feeling better now. You know, I took my two days. and I'm feeling stronger. Instead of you, you went straight back to work and you were still sick a week later. So
1: I, know, I didn't even leave work, mate. I, I haven't had a sick day in didn't leave two work, years. Mate. I haven't mate. had two sick work. I'm Mister No Days Off. I'm Darren Young. Look how that worked out for him. He's doing fine. Shut up. Um, <laughs> shall we go into our
0: top five because we've got lots of predictions to do and stuff later on? We we got a lot to get to. Yeah, and last night actually because I knew you'd keep. Banging on every week I actually made a top 5 intro Yes
1: Yes One actually is here
0: Yes Yes Amazing I'm so I might actually listen Back to this episode Just to hear that Actually should I play it in now Then it'll make it easier Can you do yeah. it live I'll oh, give it a go 5 4 3 2 1 You'll never have The sacred stone Oh this new crazy mother <Nikita> brother, brother, Brothers brother, Brothers brother. I happen to love The number 5 <solely articulate> Brothers you have until the count of five, brother. You have to the count of five, brother.
1: Did you play it?
0: Yeah, I couldn't hear a thing. Why couldn't you hear a thing? It was playing right there. I couldn't hear anything.
1: You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to edit that in, mate, because that was rubbish.
0: Well, yeah, I was gonna, I wasn't gonna leave it as that.
1: Oh well, no, good. Yeah, edit. It, it's funny now because you're gonna edit it in. It's gonna sound great, and I'm gonna be like, that was awful, but. What I, what people have to understand is all I heard was and then silence for ages. Excellent. It was rubbish. It was awful. <laughs> you're terrible at your job, Max. What's your number five? Oh,
0: am I going first? Yeah, you're going first. Damn. Okay. Um, this year quicker. Oh wait, wait, wait. We, <laughs> go. We haven't decided if we get a crossover. What this week's drop is going to be.
1: Okay. Uh, uh, this this week's drop will be James Ellsworth saying. Anyone with two hands has a chance. Any man with two oh, yeah. hands has a chance.
0: That's going to be easy to get hold of. Thank you.
1: Oh, what? It's like his most famous promo in his first match with Braun. It's
0: easy. Do you know how hard it is to find um, match your man's all oh, year?
1: That wasn't hard.
0: Really you, hard. You just
1: go to their wedding at SummerSlam and uh, watch the bit when they say, do you take her to be your lawfully wedded wife? That's the best all year we ever did.
0: I like that you specifically picked out a moment then. Well done.
1: Yeah, that's the best all year.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, my top five of uh, top five NXT TakeOver matches to end the Survivor Series series Yeah, finale. it's got nothing to do with Survivor Series, but it's still in our Series series series. It's happened on Saturday, so it's in the it's in the round, people. It's in the weekend. Um, Comes from this year, a match that I have watched a stupid amount of times. Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bate, TakeOver Chicago.
1: Ah, you bastard! It's not in my top five, but... um. But I—that's because I didn't even consider it for some reason. Because they're not strictly NXT talent, it didn't even enter my head. Do you know what I mean? Didn't even pop it. it didn't no. pop
0: into mine until late last night, and yeah. I sat bolt upright. So fetch me my quill. Stunning match. Stunning match. Ridiculously so. So first kind of not main stage for us. Well, probably their biggest audience to date. Yes. Um, in Chicago and put in the middle of the card. It, it's. It's a good pay-per-view anyway. It's a good takeover. But this was just head and head and shoulders above the rest. And I'll be very surprised if this does not end up in my overall top five for the end of the year in the WWE department. Because um, two lads from Brum just went out and proved what British wrestling is all about. And they showed why we're the best scene in wrestling at the moment. Because they just killed it. And... The US audience, I think they knew, they obviously knew who they were if you were fans of the network and stuff, but I don't think they realized what they could do.
1: Yeah.
0: And they just went out and proved it. Um I, I love the, the American chant of UK, <laughs> UK. And we're like, uh, it's British wrestling, get it right. It was,
1: it was surreal, wasn't it, though? See it, it was like, just
0: having all those people just going, chanting like, this is wrestling, yeah. like forever, just absolutely loving it. And Tyler absolutely killed himself in that match. It was brilliant. They were both fantastic.
1: Um, uh, it was second match on the card, I think, as well, which was like the whole... You say it was a good takeover. I can't remember the rest of the takeover because everything just felt really flat to me after that match because that match was just so good.
0: The, I remember Gagano-Almus.
1: That was the it opener. Was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the opening match. So you remember that because it was really good. Then you remember, um, then you remember the um, UK match. Then after that, I can't remember
0: a thing. It's all a blur. It's all a fuzzy blur for me. It's because yeah, those
1: two matches just were it peaked too soon, way too soon, and I just couldn't get with it after that. I just wanted to watch that UK match over and over again.
0: There's been a couple of times of um that happening in Takeover, and I think we'll come across that quite a bit. Um there's a match I've got later on that that kind of is the perfect example of that. Oh, they me they too! Put, What? Oh, me too. Oh, you too. That's good. Um, They put them on halfway through the show, and it just kills the momentum for the rest of the show. And the matches after that aren't bad; they're solid and they're really good matches. But but they're not UK. UK, exactly. Um, And yeah, just Pete and Tyler did so well. I because I watched that match, and then I went up to Birmingham to do a show, and then we all watched that match together, and then I went over to someone else's place, and they put on that match again. I saw that match at least six times by <laughs> oh, the week after. It was ridiculous. Hey, have you seen Pete versus Tyler yet? I'm like, yes. A fair few times now. Yeah, it is. Um, then- but I keep going back and watching it. I, I think the pacing that they did as well, like the way they built from um, the chain stuff, just showing how good they are technically, and I think the commentators are discussing how Um, how technically sound British wrestlers are and that we're the best in the world. that We are, you know, British wrestlers. That's that's what you get taught first. You get taught holds and you get taught how to get out of them. That's just the basics from day one.
1: And they all grew up fighting on the streets. If you listen to any WWE commentator, all British wrestlers grew up fighting on the streets.
0: Yeah, it's been a hard, hard upbringing apparently. And they're all veterans by the time they're 20. Yeah. Even though in England you can't wrestle until you're 16, but... Apparently, yeah. But yeah, sorry, um, I was having a drink. I thought you were going to carry on. Yeah, uh, disgusting.
1: Um, no. But, well, I'm just going to correct you at a, to appease um, my dear my dear friend Tyler. He's from um, Dudley. He's not from Birmingham. Yes, and yes. So um, you're, you were wrong on that count. But um, otherwise... you feel from the
0: West Midlands. <laughs> you happy? Yeah, fine. That's acceptable. <laughs> and I'll always love when... Um... Pete says, have it, and then hit someone in the face. That's, but it... That's one of my
1: favorites. That's like the amount of amazing stuff they do in that match. And that is my takeaway moment. I love that bit.
0: I mean, he does it like every show, but it's kind of a case of, I don't know, just hearing it in Chicago and it was so clear, just have it and then boom, <laughs> love it. <laughs> it was great. And then Tyler nearly killing himself, just full on jumping onto the floor. Yeah. And the sp- he
1: hit a, a picture perfect spiral tap as well. He did. AJ in the back just being like, what,
0: what what's going on?
1: AJ, I've said interviews with AJ and they've talked about that move and he says that he can't remember how to do it. That's, that's why he doesn't do it <laughs> anyway. He's just forgotten. <laughs> so he doesn't want to risk it, which is fair enough. But yeah, Tyler Bate hit hit an absolutely perfect one.
0: Yeah, and, and I think that kind of cemented Pete especially. And Tyler should be anyway because he, he's a fantastic talent. But just like the US audience loved Pete after that. They were just like 100% behind him. And that, he's he can do no wrong at the moment in terms of WE and his American booking. Yeah, good. And
1: we're psyched for um, Dun Gargano um, next week. It'll be on NXT TV, we learnt today. So yes, the next, next episode of NXT. Yeah, because after the takeovers, they sort of do the pre-show as the next episode, don't they? Yeah. And, um, so that's what that'll be, which is awesome. We're going to get to see it. And I reckon that this has quite easily could be
0: the match of the whole weekend. Yeah, which is impressive i think it's lucky that they're not kind of playing it until afterwards because there's so many matches that are coming up i think for the ones that are televised at takeover obviously we'll get to this at the end but black and dream that's gonna be a match of takeover there's always one takeover match that just stands about above all else i'm looking forward
1: i'm looking forward to seeing both of them in a longer match if you know what i mean because they both they've both been doing
0: pretty quick matches haven't they on television Yeah, it's going to be a lot of head games and a lot of um, slow build at the start, I think, but when they properly get into it. I hope so. But we're getting
1: sidetracked. That's for later. Um, Are we ready to move on to my number five, my dear boy? Uh,
0: Yes, please lay it on me. Yes! Okay,
1: let's go. Um, Number five for the jazzmeister that's me, Jesse Benz, is um, Sasha Banks versus
0: Becky Lynch at TakeOver Unstoppable 2015. Can I tell you that you... this is my number six pick. And oh, I really? And um, I'm about putting this in because I yeah. such a great, great match. It's a, an awesome
1: match. And what I like about it, it's Becky Lynch's sort of her debut of her character that she is today, the sort of steampunk yeah. character. It's the first time she came out looking like that. Because before this, the fans were starting to sort of reject her a little bit. And uh, you can see why, because without all that steampunk stuff, she was a bit bland and she couldn't really talk like she can now and next to Sasha Banks you know if if when they're promoing off like leading up to this and stuff Banks is just heads and shoulders above her on the mic and and he's just a much more interesting character so you can see why everyone was on Banks's side and sort of booing Lynch or not caring about her a bit but the the entrance was cool I think everyone got with her after that and the match was so old school with the um Sasha Banks limb working like she was um doing um Becky's arm wasn't she Mm-hmm. Um, throughout the whole match and it was just awesome just really old school uh, banks is good at that she's done that a lot in nxt of targeting limbs and working a match that style which is awesome and and
0: go on it doesn't get boring it it sometimes when you're doing um targeting limb matches there's a lot of rest holds and there's a lot of working because the spot that she does on the apron to injure the arm, when like, because Becky's getting a lot of steam at the start. Yeah. And then it's on the apron, and then Sasha just pulls her down into into the hardest part of the ring. And she, that's when the, the shoulder, I'm doing air quotes again, and you can't see every week. <laughs> um, is. That, and then that's when it starts. But uh, yeah, they work it throughout the whole match, and then Becky starts working on Sasha's arm.
1: Yeah, it's brilliant. You know what it reminds me of? What What do you reckon this match reminds me of? Particularly the finish. That is such an open-ended question. <laughs> no, another match. It's a, there's another match it reminds me of. Oh. What do you I, reckon it is? I've,
0: we watch so much wrestling. I know. Don't know.
1: You don't know? It, no. It is um, very reminiscent to me of um, Angle versus uh, Redacted at Royal Rumble 2003.
0: Oh, yes, 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 yes.
1: Do you know what I mean? Can you, can, can you feel that? So, um, that Lynch does eventually tap out Sasha Banks, but, it? but, but it was, but it was, um, but in doing that, Becky Lynch made herself a bigger star, like Benoit did against Angle at Royal Rumble 2003 and, mm-hmm. and, and topped off by a standing ovation, which Becky Lynch and Benoit both got post matches. Yeah. And um, I just hope that's where the similarities
0: end between the two. And, and your wife hired your kids, Becky. Yes. <laughs>
1: And it's, uh, yeah, but great standing ovation after the show, um, after the match, sorry. And I've been a Becky fan ever since this match. I couldn't give a toss about her before this match. But after this, yeah. I was like, no, you're awesome. And yeah, great, great all round match. Good piece of business. Did really well for Becky. Turned her into a star that we're still seeing today.
0: Yeah, it did great because this was the first match I watched yesterday Um, because it was the first that popped into my head of like, yeah, I really, I love that match. I'm going to go back and watch it. And it, it really just didn't. There's four others that fit in this list better, but it's so close to being in there. Um, but yeah, the promo package beforehand is all about Becky being Sasha's sidekick, and then you've got the Fatal 4-Way match where Sasha does win the title. Yeah. Um, and Becky being the kind of sidekick and, and all, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, this is when she came out with the the steampunk and the, and the orange hair for the first time. Yep. And the... Yeah, the crowd at the end. Not only was it a standing ovation, but they started singing her music before oh, yeah. they played Because yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they were like, they need to play her music, so they just started singing at, at her. And just her sitting there for so long, just in tears, in the ring. Was... I always get really emotional about the NXT women. I, I don't know why. Yeah, I know what I, you mean. I
1: can't come over all flushed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, and... Watching that yesterday made me realise how much I miss Ratchet heel Sasha. Yes, me too. So good. So
1: I, was good. So, I was so... There was a point in NXT when I would have called Sasha
0: Banks my favourite wrestler in WWE. Yeah, definitely. Especially around that era, after the Fatal 4 win onwards, really, for that next year, or however yeah. long she had it. They, um, yeah, they did so well with her. So well. Yeah. And... Just seeing her all face and huggy now, I'm like, no, you, you can be so much more. No, rubbish, Turn to yeah. your dark side. Go Ratchet. Go Ratchet. I feel like that needs to be a sign that shows up all the time. <laughs> she used to come out with a, a t-shirt that says, I'm not Ratchet. That's cool. I like yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Well, like, I've, yeah. Seen in- I've seen interviews with her and when they first started chanting it, she thought they were chanting Sasha's rat shit. <laughs> and-, and she was like, oh man, this is like not the sort of heat I want to generate. <laughs> Until she realized what it was. That's specific as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sasha's rat shit. It's like, why is everyone (laughs) calling me rat shit? Uh, But yeah, lovely stuff. What's your number four, Max? Shoot from the hip, brother. This
0: is is where you say any man with two hands, fists, whatever he says. Number four is Dallas 2016, Sami Zayn versus Nakamura. Any man with two hands has a fighting chance. Where is it on your list?
1: It's number three on my list.
0: Okay. So we'll talk about this together because... I thought maybe it was good because it was Nakamura's debut. Yeah. And I remember watching this one because it was you, me, Aaron and Steph. Yes. Yeah. And Bobby was there? Bobby wasn't there for this one. She wasn't there to take over. Uh,
1: but... I think she had to leave. She had to go work, didn't she? Just before it, yeah. we So
0: more for her. <laughs> oh, so it was us three very <laughs> excited. We've been banging on about it. I Nakamura. was so psyched. Yeah, because uh, we... you Steph and me. sitting on the end of the sofa going, um, wh-
1: Who? What's going on? <laughs> you and me were such New Japan, like, insufferable smarks, weren't we? Because no one else in the room yeah. had watched it. We were like, oh, really? You don't know who Nekamura is?
0: <laughs> like, we're like, do you know anything.
1: Yeah, but you and me were really excited. Plus, Sami Zayn is, like, my favourite wrestler ever, uh, currently, at least. Uh, I love Sami Zayn's pieces. So this was a proper dream match of mine. I was so psyched.
0: Yeah, this was what NXT does well. No build, no... Just Sami Zayn is going to face Nakamura. We all knew it was kind of Sami's last match because he had the the ladder match at Mania and stuff. This was his goodbye match, um, and they didn't really even do a video package promotion. No, it was just
1: it was just kind of a hype up of who Nakamura is, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: they did like some talking head interviews where Sami was like, "He won't get his legacy due to my expense," and yeah. Nakamura saying Tremendous goodbye to his mum at the airport, and yeah, just all all the good stuff that happens. And Sammy comes out to a, a great ovation. This was just after he came back from injury.
1: Yeah, he came back at Takeover London, didn't he? Um, yes, in the in the pre-show of Takeover London. Anyway, which is the
0: tour that uh, that we saw him on. Yeah, and, it was.
1: Uh, we, we saw him on his second match back, didn't we? Because we saw yeah. him on the second night of that tour.
0: Oh, it was special. I've I've never really been there for any like special, you know, like those those wrestling moments that people talk about. But I think that's that's the one.
1: Yeah, where I'm was... like
0: that place. The electricity in the place when Sammy was about to return, because they left the music for so long, so yeah. long, so long. And then his music hit, and it's such a happy music anyway. I've never heard anything like it. The noise that came out of that place.
1: It was great. God, I, I just love Sammy Zane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just such an unashamed side of me, Mark. I love the map. <laughs> um, still at entrances. We haven't even got to the match yet. So Sammy comes out, and then the slow build, the crowd are just hot from the get- They're chanting Nakamura straight away. And then what became the iconic music hits? He comes out. Everyone's just losing it. Absolutely losing it. And they don't touch for about five minutes. And within that space, you get a holy shit chant. You get a Nakamura chant. You get a This Is Awesome chant. They haven't even touched. Yeah, it's just two men standing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this is awesome. It's just men standing. It's a Japanese and a Canadian man in a ring. <laughs> Great. But, but the, no, the it's amazing. Losing it. And that is still to date, and this depresses me to say, Nakamura's best match in WWE.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, I've written in my notes, I've put um, Nakamura's WWE career has been much limper than it should have been, but this debut couldn't have been better. Hmm. And
0: it Started off white hot.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, like you say, his entrance is the first time we saw that now iconic entrance, uh, last time we saw Zane in NXT. Uh, they and when you rewatch the match, that they, they just sort of go through their move sets. There's nothing particularly special in the match. Do you know what I mean? It's
0: it's true. They they do go for with the move set that we've definitely got used to with Nakamura now, but they hit so hard. Like, yeah, Nakamura really does strong style in that match. And Sammy being Sammy goes, all right, let's do strong style, it's and just he good. starts hitting hard because he busts um, Nakamura's nose. Yes and and they hit really hard my favorite bit which still makes me cringe is when he goes through his um dive through the bottom DDT dive through the turnbuckle DDT like yeah. I come all just kicks him in the head <laughs>
1: yeah i love that bit <laughs> just dunk
0: it's, it's great, uh, but but that's what
1: but that match like they did they yeah they were stiff and they just went through each of their basic move sets. But that that's all it needed to be. That's exactly what it needed to be because you just needed to get Nakamura established and you wanted to see the best of Sami Zayn in his last
0: NXT match, right? Yeah, yeah, and I think the the way they did it, there, there's a spot at the start where they're just kind of like chain wrestling. Um, Sammy gets taken down. Nakamura goes for the stomp. Sammy rolls out the way and then swings his kick. Yeah, and Zayn ducks. Um, that in itself, you look at that kick and you go, oh, that hit, that would have taken its head off. You all, and it makes I, everyone go, ooh, that's Star.
1: I might be making this up, but it felt like when he does that kick, you almost hear a whoosh <laughs> of his leg. It's so close. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so close. <laughs> like, you hear him move the wind. <laughs> but, but yeah, awesome match, and so uh, great. Um, yeah, just just great. No no other words for it, and I love yeah, Sami it,
0: it, it stands up so well on its own. You know, no feud, no nothing from it. And then... Sammy getting his kind of a standing ovation again, which I think yeah. all of these matches are gonna end up kind of having and his walk away and wave. Because another thing going through all these matches, the amount of Sami Zayn matches that I could have done a top five on Sami Zayn NXT matches. Yeah. They're they're all up there, I think uh I've, I've yeah, I've got two Sami Zayn matches in this list. Yeah, me too. So Ooh. we we might have to say
1: say those words again. Um James Ellsworth's immortal words. The Hulk Father,
0: The Hogfather.
1: Big um, Hog. Oh man, we're not going to get that anymore. That, I just
0: realised we're not going to get any Daniel Bryan and James Ellsworth. What, why are we all so upset about it? I'm genuinely like, oh, this sucks.
1: Yeah, that's
0: awful. He's going to be our cover photo this week. Even more tribute. I was <laughs> yeah. trying to do a funny cover photo He's funny got nothing cover to do with, with he's, he's
1: never had an NXT match. Have
0: well, you seen this, some of the stuff I've posted recently? Just no I enjoyed
1: the Bret Hart pictures Been my favourite.
0: Oh, the Aladdin one. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a score.
1: Why was Bret Hart Aladdin ever?
0: I wish I had an answer for you, Jess.
1: I know. Oh, I've got I've got to tell you something. Okay. I know we were going to do it together, and I'm really sorry, but I couldn't help myself, and I watched Wrestling with Shadows a couple of nights <gasps> ago. You whore! I know. I'm really sorry, but I couldn't. I was just hearing from every, you know, it being Survivor Series season and everything, just hearing from everyone how good it is. I just I just had to watch it. And it's awesome, right? It's really good. But good. do you remember the bit when, um, <laughs> when Brett's just won the title at SummerSlam and he's getting his promo pictures done and he's got his jacket on, but he isn't wearing any pants. <laughs> like, he's, he's, just, I don't remember that bit for some reason. <laughs> <clears> throat> Oh, throat> God. Sorry. Um, yeah, he's against the wall holding the belt. Wearing his leather jacket, and the pictures are obviously from the waist up, and he just couldn't be asked to put any trousers on. So he's just there with like his legs out. You never see Bret Hart's legs. It's weird to see Bret Hart's legs;
0: they're, they're always covered. And that, I love from that such bit was an iconic funny. documentary. That's what <laughs> that you take away. <laughs> remember Bret Hart's legs? No, I remember the screw job and Heidner <laughs> and the interviews backstage. <laughs> no, but it's all—it's all—it's all amazing.
1: And a fantastic documentary, but seeing Bret Hart's legs weirded me out. And also, Stu Hart! Jesus Christ! Yes. What is wrong with Stu Hart?
0: Well, nothing anymore. He's dead, but... Oh, good. I'm glad. He's a horrible person. (laughs) What what have you got against Stu Hart? What, you mean that
1: apart from the stretching of his children in the dungeon and all that stuff? There's a bit when Bret says... I remember when, I, this is Brett talking now. I remember when I was a kid and, um, Brett, and dad, my dad would, um, would be crushing my head and he'd be screaming in my ear, this is your last breath. This is your last breath. Imagine saying that to your son. Chris Benoit. Do you know? I, <laughs> just, who? But, um, <laughs> but just imagine saying that to your child. Stu Hart is a horrible, horrible man. And, I I can't understand a word he says anyway. He's got the thickest Canadian accent I've ever heard in my life. Devil's advocate
0: did produce the best wrestler known to man. And two swings of the best wrestlers,
1: the um, Owen as well. But true. Um, yeah, yeah, swings and yeah, fine. As long as he doesn't abuse me, <laughs> <laughs> all's forgiven, Stu. Sorry, mate. I also like that they interview Helen Hart, the mum, as well, and mm. um, and she says I hate wrestling. When I mar- uh, when I was with Stu, he said we'd be in it for two years and then get away. And we're consu- we couldn't be in deeper. I hate wrestling. And it's like, well, Jesus Christ, love. Like, you couldn't have married a more inappropriate man for you. you you're you li- like, what are you doing with your life?
0: Yeah, she's surrounded. Like, her children, Dynamite Kid shows up on the
1: doorstep. Well, yeah, they, they say, what is it? Eight, twelve kids. So, Jesus Christ, the state of her. But um eight boys and four girls... <laughs> All eight boys wrestled at some point, and all four girls married wrestlers. Yep. It's terrifying.
0: Yeah. It's, terrifying it's, family. That's your Kani family right there.
1: Oh, God, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> but Bret Hart's legs. Anyway, my number four. Um, oh, yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Back to this. Um, my number four is. Um, oh, excuse me. Jesus. Um, NXT TakeOver Arrival 2015. Finn Balor versus Adrian Neville. <laughs> Another one I took off my list. Oh, really? Well, I never really hear about this match being brought up in the conversation for the best NXT matches of all time. Should um, be. It should be. Well, yeah. Um, I came to NXT a bit late. You, I will give you this credit. You introduced me to NXT.
0: I pretty much got you back into wrestling with NXT. You
1: did, yeah. And this is the first match you showed me. And it's the first time I'd ever seen Neville ever. Um, I just hadn't heard of him before. And it's the um, and it's the first time I'd seen Finn wrestle as Finn Balor, not Fergal or Prince Devitt, right? And. It, oh, it was just a great... You picked a really good match to sort of get me back into wrestling. This match is brilliant. It was
0: purely accidental as well. I think I was just like, had the network on. Because I picked two really weird ones. I showed you this one. And then I showed you the women's fatal four-way. Where yeah. where Sasha wins the title. And I was like, no, this is what women's wrestling is now. And you were like, really? <laughs> I was like, where's the boobs? <laughs> <laughs> Why is she bark like a dog? <laughs> but you loved it.
1: Yeah, I did. I loved both matches. Both matches are great. But this one, as the first one you showed me, just really... And also, like, being a bit of a drama boy and everything, the whole Finn Balor paint and stuff, which I hadn't seen before, blew me away a bit. I thought, that's cool. That's really awesome. Just a really different look, you know. Yeah. Um, and Neville being Neville being English is cool. And I just thought this is, this was the number one contender match that made Finn number one contender, which propelled him to the NXT title, which... I would say has been the definitive moment of his WWE career so far.
0: Unfortunately, yes.
1: The um, the NXT title run, right? And, um, I mean, what? But also, what watching Neville? He just so good at manipulating the crowd, right? He's yes. got one of the most exciting move sets I've ever seen, but he can still get the crowd to boo him when he wants them to, and completely put over the baby
0: faces in the ring with. Yeah, this was the the other match. Um, I presume the other match is gonna be on your list so I won't mention it now. But uh this is the second one where he really does the um yeah, he came out of face but he went, uh, actually he's more over than me, so I'll I'll play the hero role. And I love yeah, that. Completely selfless and so good at it as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh the moveset set in this match, uh another one I watched yesterday, literally spent eight hours yesterday watching takeover matches, everyone. <laughs> you have no idea how much takeover I watched yesterday. Um yeah, the, they all kind of blur into one, so if I get anything wrong, tough. They um, they just worked so well. They complemented each other fantastically, and the commentary did a great job of saying, oh, this is a slower pace than we were expecting from these two. And I think Corey comes in with a line of, yeah, they know how dangerous they are when they get going, so they're slowing each other down. It's a battle for that top rope. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what it came down to. It was just a battle for that top rope. Whoever got there first was going to hit it, because the finish is... Um, Neville goes up and hits his uh, red arrow, but Finn gets Denise up, drop kicks into the corner, hits the coup de grace. It was whoever hit it first was going to win that match.
1: Yeah, totally. And it's my, my favourite coup de gras this match as well. This It just looks particularly brutal. They always they always look pretty pretty brutal, but the one he hits in this match, just, he doesn't pull a thing. He
0: just full body weight into my Neville's stomach. It's still a couple of weeks ago when he fought AJ and you just hit AJ. That Cohen. was a
1: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was a good one as well yeah. <laughs> I love yeah coup de gras when Finn just either fucks up a bit when he forgets to shift his weight properly are the best coup de gras when he le- just legitimately crushes people it's brilliant
0: also my favourite because um, there was a bit where he Neville got back in the ring he threw him back in he was standing up and then Finn hit his um, coup de gras to the back of the head love it when he hits that properly yes. yeah, I don't know that's why awesome. that's not a finish that should just be a you know, you're doing your finisher to the back of someone's skull.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it's awesome. It's yeah, this match just turned me into a massive fan of both men. I still am to this day. I just think it was brilliant.
0: It really is. It's um yeah, and as you say, it started Finn on his road to his NXT championship, which arguably one of the best NXT title runs yeah. behind Dallas.
1: I think it's the best one as far <laughs> as um, <laughs> as far as what um what he did for the comp- for NXT being NXT yes. champion and the way he represented them as like the leader of NXT on the road and on all the NXT tours. Um yeah, oh,
0: he, he was the right face of the com- face of that company, the NXT yeah, company.
1: Absolutely I think he, he did a absolutely tremendous job um flying the flag for NXT when he was champion and um deserves all the credit in the world for it.
0: Yeah, Let's hope he can get another title now.
1: Yeah, be the yeah, you need to be master of the universe again, Finn.
0: Hell yeah! Um, excellent choice. Well done.
1: Thanks, mate. What's your um, number three in it? You're on now.
0: In it. <laughs> yeah, it is. Damn Um <laughs> You're stupid, man. <laughs> number number three, three was. Hurry a. up! Shut up! I build. I set a stage. You stupid.
1: We fans don't have an attention span. We we know this. <laughs>
0: We're only playing to the New Japan marks at this Ooh, point. I just got a friend request on Facebook. Who's that Ooh, who's from? from? Uh,
1: she's called um, Katie Kappa. I think it might be one of those fake ones where, like, they just they're like Russian webcam people who want um, money for favours. You always accept them. Oh god! Oh, I'm dri- dripping in Russian um,
0: clench. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Um, my number three is the revival versus mm. DIY two out of three falls match in Toronto. Very good. Do you know how many revival matches there are that are incredible? The revival are awesome.
1: Oh, no, this is... A, sorry, this Facebook person's a real person. I went to school with her. Not a Russian whore. Um, go on, carry on.
0: <laughs> you owe her an apology. I said her
1: name and everything. But, um... No, that, that's all fine. I'll, yes. I'll... Sorry, Katie, you're um, a nice person. I remember you from school. You're always nice to me and I was nice to you. Um, yes, Revival are awesome. They. Um, what I love about the Revival is that they completely disproved that so many fans were like, oh, you have to be flippy to be entertaining nowadays. And they've just completely disproved that and put on these stunning matches without you know, any acrobatics at all, just with good old school wrestling, which I no love. No
0: flips, just fists. Exactly. No which flips, became just our fisting. slogan for quite a while. Yes. Yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds dodgy, out of context, contact, doesn't it? <laughs> um, but so it was a tough choice between because the Revival and American Alpha had incredible chemistry. Um, they they were kind of great together. But I just thought the Revival versus D why just had some in I love Gargano and Champa. Not that I don't, didn't love Gable and um, Shout and Benjamin, but I just feel like... um, Gable and Jason Jordan? No, it, 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 no, it's Gable and Shout and Benjamin. Oh, okay. But No, Jason Jordan's Kurt Angle's son, get it right. Yes, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, but the revival versus DIY, I just thought that chemistry was great, and technically... Match-wise, maybe the match they had at Brooklyn before this was better. But the reason it's not is because when Gagano taps out to the knee bar, he can reach out and grab the rope. Yeah. And it annoys me. It's a great match, and it's a nearly flawless match. Except for that, he could have reached out and broke it. I watched it again yesterday, and I was like, the rope is right there! Grab it! (laughs) And that's why it's not in the top five. Um, Five? Fine, that's that's a justifiable reason. It is. But the two out of three falls match... When the first one happens so quickly, Gargano goes through the middle rope to go for his spear, uh, which is a great move, by the way. No one can ever steal that because he just does it too perfectly. They catch him, Shadow Machine, that's the first fall. And just the way they kept on building that match and each one stealing each other's tag team finish. And then DIY get the second fall, and then it's just more back and forth. And they don't slow down. They really just keep going at it two out of three fools matches can get a bit boring and a bit samey after a while. But this one, it was just their greatest hits. Plus even more that you had seen from them before. Um, a lot of the stuff had been done, but I was more than happy to see it again. And that final finish when Kagano gets his rings, a satin modification that he does as his finisher. And then Champa comes and breaks up with Dawson and he puts him in his flip over bridge arm bar. And, the revival are holding hands begging each other not to tap and then they both tap out at the same time and the toronto dome whatever it's called just (laughs) blows its lid and it's a great moment it's got everything great moment
1: no i agree yeah it's a great match um completely yeah that finish is like really so easy to remember isn't it like it's a really um, strong finish but was always stuck in my head anyway. I, yeah, I think they did a tremendous job. Really, really good. And I remember really enjoying um, the triple threat tag team match with the Authors of Pain that they had as well. Yes. Do you remember that? That, that, was, that was really good as well.
0: I really liked that match because um, the moment that always sticks out to me is when they both, uh, Revival and DIY, realise they have to get rid of Authors of Pain. And it's like Scott Dawson and Gagano do DIY's finisher with the knee and the kick. Yeah. And they look at each other... And just hit it, and yeah, everyone's just great. like, "What's going on?"
1: And and the other two hit and um, the the um revival finisher as well.
0: Yeah, the Shadow Machine when they just That's yeah. It. yeah 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 it's uh, great. Re- but Revival is just stupidly good as a tag team. There we will do a top five um tag teams and spoilers. You can finish it early because my number one will be the Revival.
1: Number one of all time. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: for current, we're doing current okay current, okay current tag teams um they they would definitely be number one if of all time they would definitely be in the top five conversation as well we could cause... do tag teams next week couldn't we we could we, we could do that? yeah oh. should we save our one we were gonna do
1: yeah okay yeah we'll save that for a special occasion um so next week we'll do yeah but, and uh, this is because of obviously our special guest next week is tag teaming with uh, mr Ars himself which oh is... look at the link yeah, is gonna be an iconic tag team. Um so we can do our own um our own top five. Um should we do top five current tag teams or top five of all time?
0: No, let's get, let's do all time. Let's it. All there. time.
1: Okay, let's do top five tag teams of all time. That's what's happening next week, people. Pre production meeting. Here we go. Um <laughs> they, they nice, know sorry, what continue. To at this point. Yeah. Um so yeah, revival, very good. Just <laughs> <laughs> <Cheers> for <laughs> the, the next, uh...
0: Uh, my favourite is the, I was watching an American Alpha one versus them, and uh, just a crowd chanting which one's Dawson. Yeah. No one knows.
1: No one, no one knows. I, 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 I now know, imagine. because
0: I watched like eight matches of theirs yesterday.
1: Is Dawson the bold one?
0: Dawson's the bold one. Yes! Because wild Wilder's the ordinary looking one, but with yeah. a wild name. That's how I remember. Ah,
1: very good. Nice. So, it, it they need to come back to Yes, they do. I miss them very much. Um, it irrationally annoyed me. On I haven't actually checked on the wrestling game that came out this year. But on 2K17 last year, um, they had the Revival in there. But they had them wearing different coloured trunks. Why would you do that? What? They're a tag team. They need to wear the same colour stuff. They both had different coloured trunks when you select them as characters. It's stupid. They better fix that this year. Uh,
0: another thing they did at the Toronto match is they came out with the black trunks with the pink trim. Uh, nice. Doing there, and they kept. I don't know because they were meant to be the heels, but like Dawson on inside kept, kept doing the Bret Hart like hand motion, <laughs> and then they did um, the heart attack tag team move as well. Yeah, it's like they still booed them. That's how good a uh, heel team they are. They still booed them.
1: Yeah, they got Canadians to boo heart stuff. That's um, that's hardcore. It's new level. It is. Do it. Okay, um, you, you've done my number three, Sami Zayn versus Nakamura. So we're moving to my number two. And my number two is, and you're gonna be saying elsewhere some more lines here. It's um Sasha Banks versus Bailey at Takeover oh, Brooklyn. Son one of a bitch every week. What did I take your number one?
0: My number one. Any man with two
1: hands has a fighting chance. Ah, <laughs> oh, all the steam has gone from your little list, and <laughs> it's because of my second me. one doesn't
0: live up to be a number. Ah, oh, you're an asshole.
1: Well no I'm guessing I'm guessing your second one is my number one in that case. It's not. Really? It's not. I know what your number one is. Okay. Well, so let's talk about Sasha Banks versus Bailey. You obviously love it more than me. It's your number one. It's just my lowly number two. Um the whole um yeah, so anyway, I shall read what I wrote. Okay the whole, the whole Takeover Brooklyn show is one of my favourite wrestling events of all time. The whole card top to bottom delivered with fantastic matches and great entertainment throughout. This match is commonly accepted as the best match on the card and also is the first women's match that seemed to get noticed by WWE and the fans outside of the smaller NXT fan base who knew that these women had been putting on stunning matches for months. Imagine thinking a year or so before this that there was going to be an event in which the main event was Prince Devitt versus Kevin Steen in a ladder match and it was completely out, and it was completely outshone by a women's division match. Right? That's, that was
0: very natural. That was very natural. (laughs) Yeah. You like, you like my reading. You, you you nailed it, especially the bit afterwards, because um, I watched the Kevin Owens Finn Balor match before I watched that, because I knew the same thing would happen as when I first watched uh, Sasha Banks versus Bailey. Because you're right, even Stephanie McMahon came out and she was like, "Women everywhere, blah blah blah," and this is our co-main event. This is one half of the main event, and it was it was Sasha versus Bailey, um, and the ladder match afterwards, which is meant to be a big blow off feud-ending match was just no one paid attention to. No, it's But pretty... it's a good match.
1: Oh, it's a great match. But Sasha and Bailey was so too too good. It was too good for the fans. The fans were knackered after that.
0: Yeah, yeah. You needed someone in, in the middle of that. You needed um as I mentioned YouTube you at the top of the show, uh, Liger versus Breeze, because <laughs> that was an amazing way to kick off the show. Yeah, it was brilliant way. That whole pay-per-view was exhausting, by the way, for just yeah, it was amazing, yeah. amazing moments. Um, but yeah, this match, the, the the video package, which I think reflects so well today, what's happening with Bailey. Oh god, when they in. fade her out! Yeah, and they're like, you're yeah. more successful, and you're just being forgotten down here, and no one cares. That's so good. And they and they're just... playing Bailey's music and it's all... And then the the floating arm men the flate. I love that Ah,
1: <laughs> Yeah, you flaming arm I love bitches. a WWE
0: video package. When they do a video package... Oh man, they used to annoy me when I was younger
1: um, because I was like, oh, it's just a waste of time because I'm watching this live show and I already know all this shit that happened. But now with the network and stuff, and watching these old shows, like possibly old shows that I never watched back in the day. They're brilliant. They serve as really good time capsules and put you straight into that match.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah
1: definitely. They're fantastic. They're a great idea. And ECW, right? I watch old ECW stuff, and ECW don't have them. And my God, does it make a difference because I have no idea what's going on. Because you have to I was on
0: commentary and yeah. ring storytelling, yeah,
1: which doesn't happen in ECW. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, so I, you watch it, I have no idea why these people are fighting. I've, I just have no idea what the story is. No one's giving me any recap whatsoever. It's just if you weren't watching it at the time, there's no point going back and watching it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. But this this video package just brought it all together, and it made it that much more important. Um, Bailey coming out, Dusty uh, just passed away. So oh, she's yeah. wearing the black with the polka dots, which I thought was a really nice touch at the time. Still do. I don't think it's <laughs> that sounded really bad. It's a nice <laughs> touch at the time. <laughs> now it just seems a bit try hard. <laughs> oh, I love Dusty. <laughs> but uh, no, she came out and I loved like her outfit with the gold and it was a proper that felt like a championship match. That was like the first ever. Yeah, this is a fight. That's for the title. And then Sasha comes out with her entourage out of the limo and holding. ah, She just. She looked. That looked like a boss. Yeah, man. That that was the start of that. And yeah. Great match. They destroyed each other. Did stuff that you don't see normally. It's all the stuff you see on the air quotes again men's matches. They started doing, you know, dives to the outside. Um. Bailey just come back from a hand injury, which is one of my favourite moments, where she puts a hand in between the ring step and then she kicks oh, yeah. the
1: steps. And Sasha's stamping on that hand um, yes, when, when she's, she's got her in the bank tap- statement. Yeah,
0: Kicking away at it. She does it again at um, cause their follow-up match, the Iron Woman match. Yes. I hate calling it an Iron Woman match, but they build it as. And the fact no, that they the pitch, didn't. I think yeah, they they, did. they just build it as an Iron Man match, I think. No, they called it an Iron Woman match. Really? Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Look it up, daddy.
1: Maybe I will. Maybe I won't.
0: Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. This world of fans like you're wrong.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Have you done that listening to podcasts where people get facts slightly wrong and you're just screaming to yourself like, "You're wrong. This is the answer. It was this year." They're like, "What year did this happen?" I can't remember. It was 1997. You screwed, Brett.
0: But (laughs) basically, us every week. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure people scream at us because we get facts wrong every now and again.
0: But uh, yeah, the, the match itself and the finish where she does the uh, reverse Frankenstein—I guess—is the best way to describe it. Yeah, drops Sasha right on her fucking right head. Her head, she stumbles up, Bailey the belly straight into the cover. Crowd so loud, one, two, three, boom! Massive pop.
1: It's brilliant. Bailey just plays the perfect underdog babyface. Like, yeah. or back then, anyway, she was just so good. Uh, like, there's very few, Sami Zayn, who is now proving that he could also be a fantastic heel, but Sami Zayn and Bailey, um, to me, uh, throwbacks, because you, you don't get out and out baby faces anymore. Like, no. who, who just never break the rules and are really good guys and stuff. And that's what Bailey and, um, sammy are, and they're both really good at it.
0: Yeah, it's, because it's now cool to, it's not cool to like the, the babyface and, and, and the good guy, you know. Well, it hasn't got... been,
1: it hasn't been since Stone Cold Steve Austin. No. He completely flipped that on its head. I can't think of a single, you know, successful babyface since Stone Cold Steve Austin that hasn't had a mean streak. What, Daniel Bryan. Uh, you...
0: Yeah, you can't argue with but that. But
1: he was still, but he was still against the authority. Like he was, he in, was, in it was same, still you know, a
0: different version of Stone Cold. He's still, he's still, he's still
1: going against the rules. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. He was still fighting against something. Yeah. So shut up, shut <laughs> <Sure enough>, up, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it it was a great match, and it. I was never a big fan of Bailey as champion. She was one of the ones where it's kind of like the chase was better than the reward. Yeah, definitely like once you got the title it was like oh okay now the underdog thing doesn't really work
1: yeah because you still felt like an underdog it was like when Rey Mysterio won the world title in 2006 was it? Um, Do you remember that? Uh, so he won the title at um, Wrestlemania and then he was still getting battered every week by big people and being thrown around by like Mark Henry and stuff and it was like you're supposed to be the champion it doesn't feel like you're the champion
0: yeah yeah it's true Mm -hmm so i i i always think that that doesn't really work with 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 the underdog side of things unless they do the whole fighting champion thing that's the only time it really ever works for me yeah so yeah uh, that's my number one match because it elicits emotion every time out of me every time i watch it i i do get a little bit choked up i don't know why
1: yeah it's it's well it's when the um i mean i get a bit choked up when stephanie mcmahon comes out at the start and does her little speech and normally stephanie mcmahon um makes it all about herself and just takes away from anything else that's happening but in this instance she actually um adds to it which is very rare for stephanie mcmahon to do and (laughs) but um, but she does and to me um what else did i write here i wrote another good thing hang on um here it is. The post-match moment with the four horsewomen in the ring is still iconic to me and felt like a real before and after moment for women's wrestling.
0: Yeah, I you do like agree like that. that. Yeah, I, like, I do like that. Yeah. There's, there's definitely, it, it this This to... is the
1: cut, isn't it, between divas and women, I would say. Yeah, like, this, this match quite, is the change.
0: This is when they were called up. Because I found that really weird when we were watching... Um, Becky versus Sasha, because Corey keeps saying these our divas are the best, and it's like, ugh, that's such yeah. a dirty word now.
1: Yeah, definitely,
0: it's not good. But yeah, this was kind of the break, and then it led to WrestleMania, where the three of them stole the show, and you Lita came out and revealed the women's championship again. And obviously, that was the the big break to say, okay, we're done with the whole, you know, just putting them in eight person tag team matches and having the divas title around.
1: Yeah. I remember thinking that. So this match happened, right, which was so epic. And then the night after, at SummerSlam, Sasha Banks is in one of them. She's in like a six-woman tag team match or something. Or a three-way with nine women. Do you remember? With
0: Yeah, this um, was like the PCB and... Yeah, that's bad. right.
1: Yeah, yeah, the submission sorority. Um, and don't Google it. No, don't Google it. Don't Google Paige at the moment either, for that matter. Um, And... It's but yeah, I remember thinking, God, you put on this world class, stunning match the night before, and now you're in this piece of trash. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's yeah, not good. I didn't enjoy any of that kind of team. They just had nothing to do with them, did they?
1: No, no, it was uh, yeah, it wasn't good. But um, I, I it's slowly getting there. I think. I mean, the women's division in NXT, I still absolutely love.
0: Yeah, I think at the moment it's on fire. Yeah, it's
1: awesome. Loving Nikki Cross, loving Kari Sane. Even loving um Billy Kay and Peyton Royce.
0: I think they're oh, yeah. they're tremendous. I think those two are incredible. Yeah. The Iconic duo.
1: They're so good. They're just so they're just playing their parts perfectly, aren't they?
0: Yeah, they got character down. Their, yeah. their their character is just on point.
1: Yeah, they're amazing.
0: Uh so thanks for taking my number one. That's all right. So do you want to um jump so my actual to number one? I feel a bit flat now. I'll, I'll talk about it quickly.
1: Oh, so this is your number two, right? But, now, but your two. But your final one.
0: Yes. Um, NXT TakeOver Fatal 4-Way 2014. Ooh. Adrian Neville versus Tyson Kidd versus Tyler Breeze versus Sami Zayn. Lovely. This is a great match. This is a phenomenal match, um, which I only saw recently. I saw this two months ago. Oh, really? Because 2014 wasn't my, my era of NXT, and I always heard about this match, and had to go back and watch it. Yeah, and I watched it again yesterday, and it's so good. The stuff with Kid, um, I wish I'd seen more of Tyson Kidd in NXT.
1: I love Tyson Kidd. He I, is great. I've got a thing about um about Canadians with no charisma, as you know, and <laughs> like when they're, when they're good wrestlers, that helps. And yeah, Tyson Kidd was definitely that for me. I thought he was great.
0: Yeah, the whole Natty's wife and yeah. Natty's husband, whatever they, they used to chant at him, um, was great. And this was Breeze. Breeze didn't really get a great showing in this match, but he got enough. His timing for, for all of his spots was just there.
1: He got that and... moment where he kicks ass when he gets in the ring and just takes yes. everyone out and then gets a big fall on all three Sammy's
0: of them. Sammy's going for like a halluva kick and he comes in and hits him with the um, the beauty shot and then Neville comes in, drop kicks him, then hits a supermodel kick on Tyson. It just... The crowd just was like... Meh, 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 meh. <laughs> and they just couldn't stop themselves. But the the overarching story of um, Neville and Sammy, this was the build to the yes. iconic match that they had. Um, this was the start of it, where they were friends, but Sammy wanted that title, and Neville wasn't going to give it up. And they... The video package showed them having a match on Raw the night before. This this was when NXT was, you know, just starting out, really. This was when it was its own separate thing. And they had a tag team match, and it became the most trending thing they had that evening. Because everyone was just blown away by how good Neville was and how all good, how well, I can't talk today, how well the four of them were in the ring. Yeah. And that just carried over to the Fatal 4-Way matches. I love fatal four-way matches, but they can be really sloppy and they can be a bit of a a yeah, a bit of a mess. But this was just amazing. One of my favorite moments is when, because Tyson and, and Bree start working together quite a bit, taking out the two mains so they can focus on each other. Um, but then Neville comes back and takes them out. Sammy's going for a suicide dive building the crowd up and neville's just on the apron and he just springs up and does the most picture-perfect springboard moonsault from the top rope and yeah. sammy's reaction where he freezes halfway through his dive and just <sighs> seeing this moonsault is is incredible um and yeah sammy almost gets to win he hits the halluva kick he's good to go um but neville takes him out hits the red arrow and gets the win and retains the title and it sets up their feud perfectly
1: yeah, it's yeah, it's great, and like you say, it was the start of Neville showing these heelish sort of tendencies that he does so well and subtly, and yeah, just great showcase Tyson Kid um, and Breeze, like you say, um, yeah, great match. Really, this is really just
0: match. so frustrating. Like, like I love him on the main roster of what he's found his groove with Fan, Fandango and stuff, but what if people aren't aware of what Breeze did in NXT? He was the guy that. Okay, he never won the title, but he was the one who was always in the number one contendership spot. If you wanted a good main event, they were going to put Breeze in that main event.
1: Yeah, totally. He, I felt a bit bad for him because he was sort of kind of a homegrown talent, wasn't he, within NXT? Yeah, completely. And so it was like he'd almost get to the top and then, oh no, but we've got this new indie sensation that we just signed. And it's like, but don't worry, Tyler, you'll have your time. Oh, oops! We signed Nakamura. Sorry, mate. No, but you will have your time. And they just kept doing it with these different indie stars and knocking Tyler down.
0: Yeah, and it's a shame because um, they gave him quite a few nods. Like as we mentioned, he got to fight Liger and all that kind of stuff. They're the guy. He he's the guy they trusted.
1: Yes, yeah, definitely.
0: They trusted. Ty Dillinger is one
1: that they that um, they seem to trust a lot as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. So um... it was
1: interesting to me in um, Seth. Rollins's wwe 24 documentary when he was sort of getting back in the ring and getting ring fit and everything when his knee was um on the mend he chose he requested ty dillinger as the person that he trained with which i think is quite interesting and shows how much respect he has for him and that he was the one that he wanted to work with and knew that he wouldn't hurt him you know
0: yeah yeah completely um so it, it is a shame that, and Bre- kid did well when he got his tag team run with Cesaro. It's- Again, another favorite tag team of mine. Yeah, I like um, I, I had t shirt and everything, loved them. Yes. But Neville and Sammy were just head and shoulders in this match. It just showed where they were at in terms of competitors. And Neville, like Neville's always been in great shape, but Neville is in stupid shape in this yeah. match. And throughout of all of 2014.
1: Maybe the um, maybe the wellness
0: policy doesn't extend to NXT. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I think Neville was just that guy who spends six hours in the gym every day. Every day, yeah. He's
1: yeah, just definitely. got like a
0: little calculator and a little notepad, and he's counting <laughs> all his macros, and he knows what he's doing. Yeah, it's his obsession, but, isn't it? Yeah, because I went into this match going, oh, yeah, it's got a bit of hype. It was good for for NXT back then. You know, back then it was probably the best they had. Still." Number two best NXT Takeover match,
1: yeah, great match, and um, yeah, and not number one because number one is my choice, and number one for me, I can't believe this isn't in your top five. This right. segues perfectly through because this match led to the eventual Sami Zayn versus Neville at Takeover R Revolution when Sami Zayn captures the NXT Championship.
0: It is that kind of iconic NXT moment, isn't it?
1: It's the, I, I wouldn't only say, this This match isn't just the best NXT match of all time. It's one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. This is everything I love about wrestling, this match. It's as close as the perfect as you can get, like, for what I like. The story was on point. The psychology was perfect. Both athletes were, like you said, about he, Neville's shape in, in 2040 both and uh, as well man and yeah 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 both athletes were just in uh, peak form and even like i said earlier you know zane's proven that he can um, heal it up amazingly at the moment but his babyface character was just absolutely perfect back then as the underdog that would never do anything remotely heelish and always get cheered no matter what which just doesn't happen anymore neville did his um tweener heel thing perfectly
0: um which you were the put- great heel in that. The flip he did when he was just doing the, not chicken shit heel, but just like going outside the ring, taking his time with it. Oh, he was brilliant. For so long.
1: Um, So that match, when it starts, there's a lot of sort of Neville leaving the ring and refusing to um take or do a move and stuff like that. And it's it's it feels like, when you're watching it, it feels like about five minutes before eventually... Neville gets in the ring, bounces off the ropes, and Sammy hits him with a tilt-a-well backbreaker, which, because they've been building up those two touch-in for so long, that, it's a great move, but that move got such a massive pop because it's like, yeah, Sammy landed something. Do you know what I mean? And it was yeah. just perfect psychology that all he had to do was that one move and just bring the crowd out of their seats. It's just so well done. It's brilliant.
0: I don't and- think since Daniel Bryan has there been more of a collective crowd like when he finally wins the title yeah and I, it just reaches a fever pitch in that match
1: i love the bit when um when the ref bumps and zane has the title belt on his hand and he's yes. ready to hit neville with it and the crowd are just going no 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 they're just begging him not to do it like how when do you see that in wrestling nowadays no. fans Des- they-, they want Sammy to win, like they want Sammy to win more than anything in the world. But they don't want him to cheat. They don't want him to do anything wrong because they know that he's like the perfect good guy. That this was only a couple of years ago in wrestling, you just don't get that anymore.
0: No, you really don't, and that's why that match is so good. And and I do agree with you for for how high it should be. Um, yeah, I I am disappointed I didn't get to put it on my top five, but the storytelling alone in that match.
1: Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, the storytelling, the psychology, the length of the match is absolutely perfect. I think it, if it was ten seconds longer or shorter, it's just exactly what it needs to be. And and the close, we get um, we get Kevin Owens coming out, turning heel on Sami Zayn, which is a fantastic show closer
0: because that was like Kevin Owens' debut.
1: Yeah, he debuted in the opening match. Juice, Robinson. juice. Yeah, um, and yeah, he destroys Zayn, uh, which just. You know, immediately the champion's in a new feud. So that's just great
0: booking, just continuing on. It was, I, I, I don't know why, but just the way the title kind of, you know, when he just slams him backwards onto the ramp and yes. it, it just goes silent. And the bout does this whole kind of really dramatic newspaper spin where <laughs> yeah. it's like, and it's just spinning perfectly. How does it go um, again? <laughs>
1: Good.
0: Um, where it's just kind of collapsing. And then the crowd are just like, what? Yeah, it's brilliant. Which led way to the Kevin Owens greatest run of his just pure evil heel.
1: Oh, I loved his NXT run. Yeah, it was great.
0: And and they didn't let Sammy's run get stale because you know Kevin Owens. They built. They knew Sammy was a the star. They didn't need to build him any further with that battle. You built Kevin Owens through taking someone so precious to NXT. Yeah, totally. And and destroying him. And the match that Neville and Sammy had. Was it, was this kind of like Neville's goodbye? No.
1: No, he stuck around in NXT for a while after Did he? this. Yeah, he, yeah, he, um, yeah, he debuted right. after WrestleMania, didn't he? Yes. After WrestleMania 31. They gave
0: him a cape and took his first name away. That's right. And I went, oh God, I hate the main roster. Uh-huh. Neville! And now it sounds really normal for us to just say Neville, but at the yeah. time it was Adrian Neville. Yeah. And just to call him Neville...
1: Yeah, it did seem stupid. Is it is. When you really think about it, it's still, I associate the name Neville with Neville Longbottom from Harry Potter. <laughs> who's, who's an idiot, right? So, yeah. I, so I, just, just, I associate that name with um, Tubby Idiots. And he is far from it. He is far from a Tubby
0: Idiot, yeah. He's, he is um, a ripped Ross Noble and we all love him for it. Exactly,
1: yeah. So that, it, I would say, is, um, is a match that does everything professional
0: wrestling is supposed to do. I think that's a match you can show people. I think that's... um...
1: Yeah, you could show non-fans that match, I think.
0: And just get them invested in the story. I love doing
1: that. Do you? What is forcing wrestling on people? (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) Enjoy what I love. You can hardly talk.
1: Yeah, I know. I do it to everyone. I I force all sorts of things on people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, these recordings are going to come back to haunt you.
1: Yeah, I know, I know. But, uh, the stuff that hits the cutting room floor is just pure filth, and you, I, I trust that you're probably keeping that stuff for a rainy day.
0: I'll end of year best of, my friend. End of your best of.
1: Yeah, full of racial hatred. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not that far. Yeah. No, yeah. no. Um, yeah, Neville's nxt run. You mentioned Neville versus Balor, which is a great match. Neville versus Sammy. Neville in the fatal four way. Neville in the ladder match. He he had
1: a great match with Owens on an episode of on an NXT episode as well. Um not long after this actually. Um so it would have been towards the end of the year 2014, I guess. Um but yeah the two had a fantastic match.
0: Yeah, it's true. Um Yeah, but imagine if we did like top five NXT matches, we'd be here all night.
1: Oh what NXT TV, yeah, just,
0: yeah. Just
1: yeah. Uh, about NXT. Yeah, that'd be um there'd be a lot to pick from.
0: Yes pretty sir. Much, every
1: week they have a solid main event don't they
0: Yeah yeah pretty much um I haven't watched yesterday's but I'm sure it was solid
1: I, I haven't yet either actually but yeah every every week normally they seem to have a really really good um decent length match
0: Yeah and unfortunately there's so much wrestling in the world it's so frustrating Um
1: that so was, was our top
0: 5 What was That oh, was, what that was. <laughs>
1: What was? Where <laughs> What was? Daddy? Um, yep, that was our top five. I believe we knocked out of the park. Again, don't you, Max?
0: I do as well. I uh, flipped gears. So Can you tell? I disagree. Jesse would love that. But you just keep giving us loads of compliments. though. So. No,
1: it's good. No, yeah. Be nice. That's fine. Um, I like it when people are nice as well. Now, I've changed my tune because Max has had a word with me. And I'm a nice person. Thank <laughs> you. I love you all.
0: Bye! Uh, um, people on... Twitter have kind of been saying pretty much everything that we've said in terms of matches. Um, The only one that has been missed out, and the only reason I haven't really included it is because I didn't get a chance to watch it yesterday, was uh, Got Down Monday said you, hopefully you've included one of the matches from the the Cesaro, I'm speaking in like a Cesaro, from the Cesaro versus Sami Zayn series.
1: Yeah, they were. Those are
0: revered as some of the best matches in NXT, and are rightfully so.
1: Yeah, I agree that they would be like eight on my list, I reckon.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, So that would be a solid one to go back and review. But uh, I think the five between us that we've come up with are probably the best. Takeover match, if you disagree, come fight us.
1: Come fight us. Any man with two hands has a fighting chance, brother. brother. Okay. Well, we're awesome. We know this, but how good are we at predictions?
0: This is the this is the problem that we come into every single time. Uh, Jesse currently leads the series two to one. Boom, boom. The chap. Uh, Oh, I wonder if we can actually get a title bout. Ooh, because the most at the end of the uh, year gets a title bout.
1: Well, we have a uh, replica of the world. Chout title, don't we? That we um that we defend for um predictions of when we watch WrestleMania with each other. It's true. Um, Not just so... us. We have
0: other friends that join in on this. By the way, people. Yeah, but um, so it's and just I... you and me passing a title between each other. It's like the cruiserweight <laughs> division.
1: Well, I'm looking at it now. The title is currently hanging on my wall because I am the current champion.
0: Yeah, beat but... me.
1: I did, but um, and I'll, I'll I'll happily defend it with against you at New Japan as well. Um, it's true. New Probably Japan best rescue. that
0: you took the title off me last. year. I was getting a proper heel ego coming on. <laughs> I was unbearable.
1: That's good. I'm yeah. I feel like I'm in CM Punk's um, long reign at the moment, and uh, <laughs> I'm I'm not really the main event, but I've got the title.
0: True, true. So we're doing NXT plus Survivor Series. Yeah. Now, we also do mouter rating, so we've got to adjust for that. Yeah. Um, and we... Uh, I, how does Malta rate a- NXT?
1: Uh, well, you should have thought about that before you um, started um, doing these bets, we were... mate.
0: <laughs> we weren't even going to do NXT. This well, is a, a shocker. Well, you're going in blind, brother. Fine, fine. Um, let's start... Let me get my old notepad out, because we do this very professionally. Uh, da, 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 da. Mariachi music. Okay, <clears throat> let's do takeover first. Uh, by the way, War Games not gonna have a roof on it. The hell is that? Oh, really? Yeah. How do you know? Uh, they announced it that it's just gonna be two rings with a cage around it. Okay.
1: Well, that's um, that's interesting and different, and I don't like it.
0: <laughs> we'll wait. We'll wait and see. Um, match number five. Didn't even know this was happening. Cassius Ono versus Lars Sullivan.
1: Okay, um, I think. Uh, oh, that's a difficult one to call actually, because I feel he's like right. they're building um, Lars Sullivan, aren't they?
0: I love Lars. he's basically a furniture shop in a man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I like him too. He's awesome. Um, he when he was younger, he wrote a um, he wrote a letter to a wrestling magazine saying that. He was supposed to meet his girlfriend, but ECW One Night Stand was happening the same night. So he ditched her and went to ECW One Night Stand and she dumped him. And he still thinks he made the right decision and doesn't regret a thing because he had the time of his <laughs> life. <laughs> Which made me love Lars Sullivan when I saw that. Um, he is a hero. But I'm going to, um, this is sort of a stab, sort of just a guess really. But I'm going to say Cassius Ono wins and I think it's going to be a 2.75
0: Oh no! (laughs) Oh no! I really love Lars Sullivan. I think he's amazing. I get a bit of Vince McMahon around really big men.
1: Yeah,
0: fall off the back of my chair. (laughs) Uh, So I'm I'm going Sullivan because I think he's on a hot hot rise, as they say. And oh no, can take a lose. It's not a big one. I'm I'm with you. I don't think this is going to be stellar So I'm going about two point five stars on this one. Very good. Uh, next one is Alistair Black versus the Velveteen Dream, baby.
1: Nice. Um, I very think hard one. this one, I think it is a hard one to call. But I think I think Alistair Black will win. Um, because they're they're sort of making a thing about the fact he's undefeated, right? Whereas they're not about Velveteen Dream. Um, plus he's not undefeated. I think he did. He has debuted before as a jobber and lost. Um, so, um, Alistair Black will win, and I think it will be a th-
0: three point five. Oh, you're struggling there. You want to get a four out, didn't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, three point
0: five. Um, I think the opposite of you. I think, <laughs> as always, well, get the- out. The Velveteen Dream is going to win this one. Okay. I don't think it's going to damage Black to lose. I think these two have got such money on them that they should continue this for a while and lead to either an I Quit match or a Say My Name match. Nice. Because that's what they keep teasing. That's and a I good really idea, want,
1: actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. want them to have it.
0: Um, so I'm going Velveteen Dream. He's going to do something to catch Black off guard. And I'm going four stars. I'm i very excited for this match. Okay. Only one I really care about. Great. Bar war games. Next, we have um, the fatal four-way match for the vacant NXT Women's Championship: Ember Moon versus Carrie Sane versus Nikki Cross versus Peyton Royce with Billy Kay.
1: I think um, Peyton. No one cares. Nah, ah, ah, sick uh, burn. Well done. You got one sick burn on me, as opposed to the dozens I get on you every week. Um, Peyton Royce is going to win this. What? Yeah. I think Kari. You're madman. No, I think Kari Sane is gonna have, um, have it won, and then Peyton Royce will throw out the ring and get the dirty pin on Kari Sane's finish.
0: Oh, I love that
1: because it sets up a story, right? It does. I think that's what's going to happen, and I think it's going to be a three point two
0: five. Oh, that's that's naughty. That's a naughty thing to think, Jesse. Why have I changed your mind a bit? Well, I just like I I don't I don't agree. I'm not going to pick
1: it, but I like it. Yeah, I think it'd be great. Plus, she's got Billy Kay at ringside, so you know that extra help there. I think I, I do... she's going to very underhandedly win that
0: belt. Mm, I do agree with you. I don't think Kairi's going to win it because that seems a bit obvious. And then we've just had Asuka as the champion. Why have another unstoppable Japanese lady win the title? <laughs> so. I agree, but I think Nikki Cross okay. is going to come in, same kind of deal, go a bit psycho, just get the pin in. hey, I'm the winner, is <laughs> how she talks in her Scottish accent. Good.
1: I'd love to see sanity with all the gold.
0: Egg, this is what I'm hoping it leads to.
1: Yeah, Eric Young getting the NXT title, Freebird in the um, tag titles, and with Nikki Cross with women's.
0: Yeah. Yeah, That'd I think awesome. so. Um, I don't know. Fatal Fourways are a bit funny. They, as we discussed in my number two pick, they can be legendary. They can, or they can be. Yeah. Well, the Um, the women
1: did very well in um, in the takeover
0: arrival, didn't they? They did indeed. They did indeed. So, I don't know what to give this one. Um, I'm going three stars. Go middle of the road. Three stars. Nikki Cross winning. Three stars. Nikki Cross winning. Okay. Blue McIntyre. Versus Andrade Cien Almas with Salina Vega. Uh,
1: I think Drew's going to retain. Yeah. And he will retain in a 3.75.
0: What a high one.
1: Yeah, I think. Well, they're both good. They're both good talents.
0: They are. Um, I'm going Drew as well. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd draw on the floor if I almost won this one. Uh, I don't think it's going to be that good. I'm going three stars again. Okay. In the middle. The road and now the main draw uh war games match which features authors of pain Akerman and razar with roderick strong versus sanity alexandra wolf eric young and dane versus the undisputed era stupid name adam cole <laughs> bobby fish and kyle o'reilly adam cole baby sorry
1: yeah and Kyrie o'reilly i call him because <laughs> the um the japanese announcing <laughs>
0: I, I can't work out what's better, Kyrie or Irie or Will Osprey.
1: Yeah, they're both good, aren't they? Osprey is like a very difficult. Name. They, they,
0: yeah, they're not getting Osprey at all. No,
1: they, that's why um, Fergal had to go by Prince Devitt instead of Fergal Devitt because Fergal just forget about it's like it. That lost cause, really, wasn't it? Forget it. Figaro, Figaro, Figaro. Yeah, exactly. We love the Japanese. Um, so I think that this is a. I think the Undisputed Era are going to win. Yep. And it's going to be a 4.25. 4.25. 4.25. I'm only saying that because I thought the TLC main event was utter dog shit with all the gimmicks and stuff. But Meltzer gave it like four stars. So based on that, I think think this will be 4.25.
0: Just happy clapping away in his little sweatpants all excited. That's what it'll do. Um, I agree with you. I think Undisputed Era, they need to kind of cement them like right away. Yeah. And they've been building it and I think this will be the team that ends up holding all the gold. So Bobby Fish and Riley will take the tag team titles and Adam Cole, baby, will take that um, NXT championship. Yeah, off Drew. I agree with you. Um, good. I like it when we agree. <laughs> I'm going to disagree with you slightly and say four stars. I War games are always a bit of a cluster
1: well yeah Uh, they were 20 years ago i I I think think they they always will be well we'll see i think it'll be a good match
0: i'm very excited for it very excited for it but yeah four stars we're we're, we're agreeing slightly yeah so that is our takeover locked in we agree on two matches nice that's what we need on to the long one survivor series <clears throat> I'm just gonna write Team Raw, Team SmackDown. I wasn't gonna be here all night. Uh, where should we start? Where should we start? Intercontinental Champion The Miz versus United States Champion Baron Corbin, non-title champion versus champion interbrand singles match. <sighs> um,
1: uh, I think um the Miz. The, no, um, Baron Corbin. Hmm. I think Baron Corbin will win. They. have they, they, they want to put more into... If they, if they want to look to the future, they want to make Baron Corbin look strong, right? Yeah. And it won't be a particularly dramatic affair. I think Baron Corbin will win in a two-star
0: match. Two-star match, okay. Yeah. The thing I'm trying to balance with this one is you've got to have an equal amount of Raw versus SmackDown winners. Yeah. It's the normal kind of way it goes. Um, I don't know this one because... Yeah, did they really care about making Baron Corbin look strong at this point, from what they've done to him previously? Um, well, I don't they punished I
1: lo- him, but then, then they gave him this title, so I think they're back on track with him.
0: I don't think a loss is going to hurt him, though. No, um, but
1: it certainly won't hurt The Miz.
0: Certainly won't hurt The Miz, you're right. But, he's my boy.
1: Yeah, I know, we all love The Miz.
0: I love him more. <laughs> <laughs> he's mine. <laughs> um, I'm going to The Miz, screw you. Alright, screw you. Screw you. Fight about it.
1: No, That's they'll they ne- yeah, I was gonna say they're gonna fight on our behalf, it's not an issue. Uh yeah,
0: I'm gonna miss let's go two point five stars. Very happy nice. Crazy, uh, shenanigans. Score Christian finale, happy days. Nice. Miz, Maurice gives birth to distract him, I don't know how <laughs> Um Women's traditional five on five severe so a theory practice. The <laughs> severe <laughs> uh team raw captain alicia fox with nia Jax, Asuka, sasha banks and bailey versus team smackdown becky lynch carmella naomi tamina and to be announced
1: uh is it gonna be page uh, it's probably gonna be page isn't it um unless Not they natty. bring out they won't do natty will they that can't be a surprise um uh, it'll either be Paige or they'll bring back some sort of legend like um Trish will come out for a one-off match or something. That'd be dope, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be cool? It would be dope. Um, but I I can't. The match, the team that Asuka's on has to win, right? They have to keep has that streak going. They they can't uh, unless they get her counted out or something, and that doesn't count as a um, as an official loss. But which they've done to her in NXT.
0: Mm-hmm. DQs and
1: yeah, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, you're right. But I, I'm gonna have to say, yeah, team team Raw with Asuka is gonna win.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Three stars.
0: Ooh. He's got faith in his ladies. Um, who's our team? Yeah, Team Raw. I just looked at Team SmackDown and I went, nah. <laughs> no, hang on. Team SmackDown. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Because uh, I think Team Raw's going to win on the men's side.
1: Okay. but they I mean, they can both
0: win. They can both win. But Team SmackDown, because of reasons. And whoever's coming back, I think... I, I was with you with the whole Asuka has to say in, but I think there'll be some kind of her not listening to the referee or her just kicking everyone in yeah. that match. Like she turns on all of Raw, yeah, kick them all out and just walks away. Um, is what I'm kind of calling on that one. So I'm going Team Raw with that one. Uh, yeah, Team, team Smackdown, SmackDown. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. What sorry, star daddy. rating? Um, Two point five.
1: Okay, not not as much faith in the women as me. You,
0: you hate you here. hate
1: you hate women. <laughs> yeah. You heard it here first, everyone. <laughs> uh,
0: so that's the women's five on five out of the way. So next is the Raw Tag Team Champions Cesaro and Seamus versus SmackDown. Why can't I say like Cesaro at the moment? <laughs> versus SmackDown Tag Team Champions the Usos. souls,
1: Ooh souls. Uh... They're both so good.
0: So good. Uh
1: I I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Usos.
0: hmm
1: Usos because I feel like Again, I feel like the bar can it just it it feels like it wouldn't hurt them so much to lose. I don't I don't know why. I haven't got any evidence to back that up.
0: No, but, but I, I agree. Also, quick storytelling point from Smackdown, which I thought was great. Uh the new day when they were getting beaten up by Raw, the first people to come out and Saved them were the, were the Usos Because they said yeah. oh, we respect you and all of this And there was a great moment where Roman's In the ring and Usos slide in And they just look at each other It's only like for a very brief second But they don't hit because it's like family And I just yeah. love This is what I love about Survivor Series And they did it so well last year They remember, which is rare for WWE Because I think we've all got the attention span of goldfish Little little storylines Yes And I hope they do it this year cause especially in the men's match with, like, Triple H, John Cena, Randy Orton, Bobby Rubin, Triple H's son, Kurt Angle versus Shane. There's just so many different storylines in there.
1: You say, WWE we think we have short attention spans, which they do. But then they do things like, they bring back a legend or something who we haven't seen in ten years. And then act like we're idiots if we don't remember who they are. Yeah. It's so weird. It's like, make your minds out Who Do you think we we're idiots or do you think we've got super long memories? But... Um, anyway, yeah, so Usos are going to win, and it's going to be a 3.75.
0: Yeah, Daddy, I think I'm going to solidly agree with you on this one. It's Usos all the way. I'm blinkered just because I like the Usos, and I think 3.75 as well. Very good. That was an easy one. Easy, easy. Um, next we have... Oh, I'm doing these out of order. This was a mistake. Uh, Raw Women's Champion Alexa Bliss versus SmackDown Champion Charlotte Flair. Woo!
1: Charlotte Flair will definitely win. The Ric Flair thirty for thirty just came out. It's all emotional with her dad right now. Um Charlotte's gonna win and it's gonna be a three point five.
0: Okay. Um I feel like they've done the Ric Flair nostalgia thing. Uh, great moment by the way when he came out. Yeah. Ah tears. <laughs> I was I was a Rick right down here. Apparently um, it was
1: apparently it was completely um like Charlotte legitimately didn't know as well. Which is Just nice.
0: Rick hiding in a cupboard for the whole evening. <laughs> What's that noise? Woo! Woo! From a
1: cupboard. Woo.
0: Just hear, um, hear him chopping the brooms in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Alexa's going to win this. Really? Yeah. I feel like I'm going to regret that, but I feel like Alexa's going to win this. I feel like I'm going to regret the women's, um, the women's
1: Survivor Series match, to be honest.
0: I hope you do. Um, yeah, I feel like Alexa's going to do some kind of cheat win.
1: Just
0: okay. Seems like it in her nature, and Charlotte will get all upset and stuff. As long as Charlotte's not got the title on the line, I think she, lo- she can lose it. But whenever Charlotte's got the title on the line, Charlotte will away. Yeah. Uh, two point seven five from me.
1: Okay. Again, you hate women more than me.
0: <laughs> um, where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Here, um, the Shield versus the New Day.
1: Ah, uh, uh, I think the Shield will win um because they they obviously want the shield to be um big players again and they've been a bit sidetracked with um Roman getting the mumps whatever the hell he got um yeah shield will win it'll be a three star match
0: cool um i loved when roman came out raw, Smackdown, whatever it was when those two were just in the um on the stairs, you know, like, which bold legend's going to come out this week? And then Roman just steps. And he yeah. just looks so powerful and enforcing. And it was just like, yes, this is the Roman I miss. This yeah, is the yeah. Roman I fell in love with in The Shield. It's working,
1: isn't it? It's working perfectly.
0: Yeah, 100%. Because Roman was my favourite in The Shield. Really? Yeah, Roman was definitely my favourite. I thought he had the look. I thought he was really good in the ring. Um, I even liked when he promoed, when he had that kind of cocky... Um, sarcastic kind of pro. It doesn't work when he's by himself. Yeah. But with them, I just think it's great. So I'm so happy he's kind of back with them. Um, I'm also going to say The Shield because you're right, momentum and all of that. Um, but I've got a lot of faith in this match. I'm going four stars. Nice. I'm, I'm putting my money where my mouth
1: is. Brave you are. Or well, maybe where your bum is, depending on what forfeit I come up with. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm not allowed to put stuff in my body anymore. (laughs) Doctor doctor says. Uh, I'm going to make you squeal. (laughs) (laughs) Squeal, boy. Next is, we'll save Team Raw, Team SmackDown. That's the main event. Universal Championship Brock Lesnar versus WWE Champion, the real championship, AJ Styles. (sighs)
1: Um, Brock Lesnar will win. But I'm just praying for a fantastic match. I really am. Um, I'm gonna part of me thinks that it probably won't be, but I'm so Brock's gonna win and it's gonna be a four star match.
0: Okay. Okay. Um I'm going AJ win. Really? Yeah I feel so like Survivor um,
1: series hasn't been the kindest to Brock Lesnar, has it?
0: It hasn't been. He kinda of gets screwed over quite a bit at Survivor series. Um I feel like it'd be a massive swerve. I feel like it would be a not a ridiculous swerve, like where the hell did that come from? But uh, one of those moments. Like, I know Brock's been having a bit of a time at the moment of kind of weakening him down, which I think he kind of needs in all honesty. Yeah. Make him a little bit more normal and beatable. And I just think AJ's going to hopefully take him to the limit. As you say, I hope Brock is in the mood to work because when it comes to smaller guys, not always the case. Yeah. But I hope he recognises what AJ is and goes, yeah, okay, let's see what we can do. And it's not just suplex, suplex, suplex. But AJ can land on his feet whenever he does a suplex. So Exactly. Yes. Uh,
1: AJ is going to... Uh, he's got to turn that match into a stunner. I'm sure he can do it. I believe Oh, it.
0: yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, I reckon we're going to be lucky to get three stars, though. The AJ factor will make it three stars, but I, I don't know if Brock's going to be feeling it, in all honesty.
1: Okay, so you're going three.
0: I'm mean, going three stars. I'm a whole star less than you. And uh, now on to our main event, the traditional 5-on-5 five five, five series interbrand elimination match. Team Raw, consisting of Captain Kurt Angle. I wish you would like to call Captain Kurt Angle all the time. <laughs> Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and Triple H. Wet dream. Team SmackDown, Shane McMahon, Captain Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, and John Cena.
1: Okay. Um, Team Raw will win. Um, because... Zayn and Owens will do something to make SM- Team SmackDown lose. And that'll start a good storyline on SmackDown, I think. I think Finn Balor will be the sole survivor for Raw. I was about
0: to ask you, who should we have as sole survivors? Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I agree with you. So that's a bit more pointless, but...
1: Yeah. Finn Balor will be the sole survivor of Raw, um, setting him up for a title match at the Royal Rumble, I think. hmm um, and... I think Raw
0: will get eliminated quite quickly. Do you? Yeah.
1: That might be sort of um, Finn Balor's big moment. If he hits the coup de grace on Braun and gets the pin on him, commentators could really sell that, I think. as like.
0: I think it will be... I... Oh, no,
1: wait, he's on the same team. That doesn't work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, yeah, the commentary will sell that. No, I think <laughs> Braun will get eliminated. There will be the whole multiple... Like, they were a big show in 2001. It'll be multiple finishers. It'll be an FU. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kinshasa.
1: Nice. Yeah, it'll be a good moment. Um, but yeah, yeah, Raw will win, costed by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And it will be... I reckon they're going to do a very good job. I think it'll be a 4.25.
0: Yeah, if they can kind of do do last year. Yeah. Then, then that'd be great. Um, bit boring, but unfortunately I, I agree with you. Um, Team Raw, all the way. Finn Balor to be the sole survivor. Or Samoa Joe.
1: That'd be good. I'm glad Joe's back.
0: Because um, these two have kind of just been kept in the back that oh yeah you're on the team but nothing's really been mentioned and, about them yeah so yeah i'm going i'm going Finn to be in the final and 4.25 as well i'm afraid nice well
1: this will be interesting
0: it will we've got we've got some fair differences here that's a lot of working out for me to do thank you for that
1: that's all right mate i sir, i aim to please
0: <laughs> yes yeah, you do um so this sunday i will actually be staying up to watch both of these
1: I'll be staying spoiler free um, all day Monday, and then going around to a friend's house to watch Survivor Series Monday evening.
0: have Any wrestling friends anymore?
1: I know, I've found one. Ooh. And he listens to the podcast actually, so shout out to Aaron.
0: Have you replaced Aaron with another Aaron?
1: I, ha- I may, I may have. Uh, so I've got a friend called Aaron who um, is teaching abroad at the moment, but this is a different Aaron who is a big wrestling fan and you left us. It's, I know, and it's his house. I'll be around.
0: Lovely. Well, I won't send you any text messages. This is the only time me and Jesse don't talk for a day is uh, post pay-per-view because we both trust each other not to be dicks and send results. We never would, but there's the worry there. (laughs) There is. Yeah, we trust each other, but not that much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, very excited for these pay-per-views. I think it's going to be fantastic. A couple of weeks ago, not really interested at all. And then they've just gone. Yeah, let's just see what we can do to drum up some interest here. Yeah, well into it now, brother. We're going to have some shocks on our hands. Um, and next week, we have our special guest, Benji Banks, joining us all the way from the United States of America. Oh, and it's gone Atlantic. It's gone Atlantic. Only took us two months. We've got interviews. We're transatlantic.
1: Yeah, trans. Um, so, yeah. So we interview Benji at the start of the show. Uh, which would be great. I'm looking forward to that very much. And then we delve into our top five tag teams of all time, which I'm excited for, actually. That'd be a good one.
0: Yeah, we're having a break. We're a bit Survivor Series out at this point, so we thought we'll ease ourselves in nice and easy, and then we're going to do a fun one the week after. We'll have a fun one. Nice. We like a good fun one.
1: Well, I, this has been another rip-roaring success, wouldn't you say, Max? Oh, I agree. I've had a laugh riot every second of the way, Jesse Benz. Excellent news! Make sure you post some more women on the Twitter to get more followers. <laughs> Gotta get them in that Milky Way
0: universe, whatever we're called.
1: Yeah, the um, universe. I love you guys. No, the Milky... Yeah, just the Milky Way. I love you. I love way. you Milky Way people.
0: Go find us everywhere that all good places can be found on Twitter, Instagram uh stitcher itunes facebook now we're on as well just search got Till 5 and we subscribe was- bitches yeah hit that subscribe button we um we like having stuff automatically download because then it looks like you're listening even when you're not um yeah. which is even better for us so follow us on there find us on there uh leave comments or anything that you want to add in we're always happy to talk to you you've been very good lately on the twitter and all that kind of stuff so again thank you so much you guys have no idea how cool this is that you guys are checking us out and enjoying what we're doing we it makes uh, me
1: happy too yeah
0: we're very happy about this thank god we didn't do that wcw podcast wcw podcast oh how easy you forgot remember that was our first plan we're was gonna it? watch the outro
1: oh yeah what the first oh that could have been good as well though people would have
0: liked that it would have but we're... so I me mean, just had this plan to watch um nitro episode by episode from the start and then we found out podcast would be doing it for like two years so we thought probably shouldn't do that
1: oh well yeah but like we would have done it better than them anyway and we're doing this better <laughs> than anyone else could have done it speaking of wcw just before we go um goldberg's wwe 24 unexpectedly awesome yes um really really good and my main takeaway from it is um, Gage, his son, is an um, unusual little fella. <laughs> <laughs> he loves a good dab. He does. He, like, he likes a dab. And um, I liked the um, bump he took at the end when he jumped over to get in the ring with his dad as well.
0: Thick bump. Yeah, I it was a good bump. bump.
1: Yeah, yeah, but well done, Gage. You are our, um, you are our pick of the week.
0: I'm <laughs> um, <laughs> the week. Um, no, I just very quick about the documentary, like how sensitive Goldberg is. Yeah, man, he's lovely. Enjoyed anything about wrestling, and then he was like, "Did you see me at WrestleMania?" I was smiling, I was waving, I was just really enjoying it. Uh, I also love how much Undertaker just didn't want to have a conversation with him. Goldberg <laughs> yes. came up, and he was like. Man, I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm going to have a great time. And Undertaker's like, yeah, my career's ending in like six hours. But a bit emotional. <laughs> it's, like that, it's, like,
1: it's like when that drunk guy comes up to you in the pub or something. You're just like trying to end the conversation as quick as you can. <laughs> I enjoyed Goldberg's naked cuddle with Triple H as well in Gorilla.
0: I paused. <laughs> I paused and uh. I jerked. But yeah, if you haven't checked it out, I was a bit like, oh, do I want to watch this? Definitely go and watch it. It's another amazing production by the WE24 team. So yeah. good. D- um, WE24, not
1: 2014, you weirdo. It's
0: 2014.
1: Oh, I thought you said 2014. I was like, what are you talking about? But yeah, WE24. Can you imagine if, like, WE24 was around when, in the past, when other cool shits happened, and they, so all cocaine. the amount of stuff they could have documented?
0: All the cocaine
1: and hookers. All the cocaine hookers. It would have been amazing. Anyway, um, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, I've taken us out for the last couple of weeks, so I think it's your turn to do the sign-off, Max.
0: Cool. Uh, Yeah, thank you for listening. Keep subscribing, tweeting us, and all your magical stuff. We will see you here next week with the amazing Benji Banks, and we'll be talking about our top five tag teams of all time. Thank you for listening. Good night. That was the most boring sign-off I've ever heard in my life.
1: Bye! You're a dick. (laughs)
0: you have until the count of five i happen to love the number five it's a beautiful number a glorious number you got to the count of five